Hey y'all, I'm Jordan Gill, host of the System Samey podcast. More entrepreneurs are seeking freedom and flexibility, but how does that really happen? Systems, of course. I'm lifting the hood to my successful life first business, sharing strategies and thought-provoking prompts to how your business can accomplish the same for you. Let's get it. Hey, party people. Happy Wednesday. Hope you're having a really great week. I know that I am. I am currently in New Orleans. Uh, that is a very whack. I don't know why I try to do impressions on this podcast. It's 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 very odd. Uh, but I'm in New Orleans and I am speaking at Marketer's Heart. I spoke earlier this morning. It was awesome. <laughs> Felt really good and just got to be myself and everyone was fun and delightful and I think learned a lot, um, at least from their feedback which is really great. So it was all about reels, which again is funny because I'm not an Instagram expert, but I just have a lot of fun with reels and make money and get email leads from my reels, which was really fun to share my strategy behind it. But that's not what we're going to talk about here. Okay. On this here podcast. Okay. Today we're going to talk about how you're attracting hobbyists instead of committed business owners. So what do I mean by hobbyists? and committed business owners. What's the difference? Hobbyists are people who just, again, I'm going to generalize here, but people who like could care less if money is coming in and out of their business. They're not super concerned about sales. What they are concerned about is their perception, right? Of other, of other people, you know, perceiving themselves in, in their business. And they're more concerned about the quote unquote, shiny stuff, right? The fun stuff, like the brand shoots and the, you know, conferences and the like, just the things that don't actually like drive your business. And here's the, I go to events, all that stuff and you can make money at events. I am here for it. And yeah, I'm not just from a line for the gram. What a committed business owner is, is someone who is looking to make their business the source of their livelihood and their legacy. That is who I'm talking about. That does not mean that they're going to be millionaire bajillionaires while they could. Right. But that's, that's not the, that's not the threshold. The commitment is like, I want my business to be the source of my livelihood and legacy. And I just hear so often people who are like, I want to work with people who are serious about their business. Like I want to work with people who just like have a drive and a passion and a zest for the work that they do, which sounds all good and dandy. But then when I look around at their messaging or their offer structure or who they're connecting to as referral partners, et cetera, I'm just like, no, ma'am, no, sir, no person. This, this, this is not what we're doing. Because there are definitely signals to committed business owners that you're attracting, that you're wanting hobbyists and vice versa. Um, And so, again, your messaging, your structure, all that stuff is is really, really crucial. So this is going to be a great episode, uh, very jam-packed, things that you are – wanting to kind of like take as a checklist and review what you're currently selling and who it is that you're mainly attracting. First things first is this idea of 
assuming that price is going to be the biggest objection that people have to you. If that is your mindset, if that is your reality, if that is how you operate in your business is centered around the biggest objection you think you're going to have is money, you are most likely attracting or are have your messaging that is centered around, oh, like, you know, I'll discount it for the first three or I'll, you know, like just talking so much about the price justification, like that stuff reeks of hobbyist because somebody who isn't making a ton of money loves a good deal. Now, that does not mean that people who are committed do not also love a good deal. However, if the value is there for an offer, people are willing to pay for it. You know, I I just went to dinner with a bunch of powerhouse black women, which I loved, and we were just having really awesome conversations around how people will just discount themselves. I actually have... Uh, one of my friends who's speaking tomorrow about literally it's called stop discounting yourself, (laughs) stop discounting your success because, and that doesn't mean you can never discount things. What I'm saying is if you believe, and if your messaging is all about justifying the price and all about overcoming the price objection, then you're again, attracting people who don't have the money. You're attracting, because committed business owners, again, while they are obviously conscious of their spending, et cetera, they may be more willing to color outside the lines when it comes to investments, when it comes to purchasing things, because they're committed. They know that they are going to step in and be really great clients. They know that they're going to create and connect and be present for the process. And hobbyists are not. So hobbyists need to feel like, okay, I'm getting my money's worth or whatever else because I don't know how much longer I'm going to be here. I don't know how long I'm going to ride this ride. So I need to make sure that, you know, I get my money back, right, in some way, shape, or form. Committed business owners, they, they don't put their responsibility on you as a business. Now, are there results or are there discussions of that? Absolutely. What I mean by that is, and I would consider myself a very committed business owner. Like if my business isn't paying for my livelihood, it's a problem. Okay. So because that's, I'm committed to my business being the source of my livelihood and my legacy. And so as a committed business owner, I I will find the money. And what I mean by that is, generally speaking, I don't ever come across the pricing objection as something that I say out of my mouth. Whether it's, you know, whether it's like, okay, yeah, that's out of my range, it's usually not a part of the conversation, It has more to do with, okay, am I committed to being a great client? Am I going to contribute here? Am I going to work the process or the system? 
because again, it's very odd to me. Like again, a lot of hobbyists who will buy systems or processes or join programs and yet they literally don't want to follow your process or they literally do not want to actually uh, implement the system. Mind boggling. And again, that's because they're there for the shiny stuff. They either want the coach to see them. They want to be able to high five the coach. They want to be in proximity to the coach and they don't actually want to learn anything. This, this is real talk. Not even joking you. So if you are focused on overcoming the price objection and justifying your price all over your sales page or all over your website, then you're attracting hobbyists. And I firmly believe in this. This, again, does not mean that committed business owners don't have to prioritize and adjust budgets. It just means that more times than not, when I'm talking to committed business owners, they see it. And if the person that is selling them sees the vision and believes in it and can show them how the solution fits into their vision, they're sold. And whether that is they have the money in the bank account or they're going to find it, it is what it is. Right? So that's the first thing. Second thing, you're, you're creating these really long, drawn-out offers versus being, like, solution-oriented. So what that looks like is, again, people are like, yeah, like, you know, you can write your sales page in four months or whatever. Who wants to write a sales page in four months? Who? Who is that person? Why? Why would they ever want to do that? Like, this doesn't even make any sense, right? Especially, like, committed business owners, they usually are launching or sharing or selling something every day of the week or, again, in really intentional launch periods. Hobbyists, you know, it's like they have all the time in the world. It doesn't matter when their sales page is written because they may or may not even offer this dang thing that they have talked about for five months, right? So if you have really long drawn out offers that again, when you really think about it, don't make sense for the length of time they actually need to do the thing. Then again, you're attracting hobbyists and not committed business owners because committed business owners love speed. They love being able to grow or uh, fill a gap or whatever else they want to fill it yesterday. They do not want to have to deal. Once they identify a problem, committed business owners want it solved today or as soon as possible. They're not interested in the long drawn out. And that's that's what's been interesting about these conversations I've been having with people about this because there's a lot of, um, and this very much depends on your industry and very much depends on your audience. So what I see happening is a lot of uh, challenges, which I I don't hate challenges. They're fine. However, the, the people it works really well with are like people who are into crafting or people who are into, I don't know, needlepoint or puzzling or like some sort of hobbyist type situation. Committed business owners do not want to wait. Like I actually signed up for a challenge recently because I was curious about the topic and I was like, I want to learn it from this person. And I'm telling you right now from day one, I was bored out of my mind and I was just like, I literally have 
I don't have the time to just like sit around and wait for the drip of the result or the solution. I'm like fully uninterested in waiting for that. I've already had to wait for this challenge to start. I've already had to wait and allow for the problem that I see or the gap that I have to see go unsolved for weeks or months at this moment in time. I am uninterested in a five day, 10 day, 30 day, thousand year challenge. Okay. So things like that, where you're just, you're drawing it out because you see that it's the new shiny marketing thing on the block. And so you're like, oh, this must work really well. And it's like, yes, again, in, in a lot of hobbyist communities that I'm, that I'm seeing and that I'm uh, observing for myself, but that's not going to work if you're wanting people who have money and who have a problem, like by golly gee, get them the solution as fast as possible. Why are we doing this? Right? Like, why are we elongating the solution? This is not this is not what I'm about, and this is not what committed business owners are about. Alright? So if you're drawing out your offer, stop it. Next, and this one's a good one. This one I don't think people think about. But it's very true. So this one is you're looking for and it's always people who are saying, Oh, like I should speak in this really big group program or this really big membership of people who run businesses or people who run memberships or people who do this thing, right? This commonality. And they want to be in it because one, it's big. And, you know, two, it's an opportunity to connect with whoever it is that is the owner of the group and maybe do a referral partnership, yada, yada. Or people who want to speak on the biggest stages, Right? The big, big, big ones with thousands of people and all the shiny lights and things. Which again, I'm not knocking. It's cool. It's fine. It's whatever. I ain't tripping. However, what I want to tell you is that a lot of the people that are in some of like the bigger group programs, mastermind, shiny offers, they're literally in there for proximity to who the coach is. Because, again, they want everybody to know, hey, I'm this person. I'm with this person. Oh, look, we're at this retreat together. Oh, blah, 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 blah. Oh, I got on our podcast as a case study. Right? All cool things. And they're more concerned about externally what it looks like than actually building a legitimate business, than actually working the system, than actually implementing the process. They want to be seen as successful in quotations and are not here to actually make money, you know, create an awesome life, those sorts of things. And this is so interesting to me because when I think about committed business owners, when I think about where are the people who take their business super seriously, number one, trademark attorneys. If, if, you, so you're welcome trademark attorneys for now making everybody come be your friend. Trademark attorneys are a great person, people, firm, whatever, source 
of referrals of committed business owners because when you recognize the power of a name or the power of a brand that you're building and there's a weight behind it, like System Saved Me or Done in a Day or Make Your Mark Live, like those things are so powerful and heck yes, they're going to be trademarked or already are. And so trademark attorneys make a great referral for committed business owners because people who are committed to the business are there for the long term. And guess how long it takes to get a trademark? Uh, one of mine took a year. Another one of mine took over two years. So again, this, this is not a slow process. Another great referral source of committed business owners are the people who are writing a book, doing video podcasts, etc. Why is that? For both of those opportunities, there's upfront cost, right? So like to write a book, you got to hire a ghostwriter, hire an editor, hire a person, yada, 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 before you ever make money from your book. And then, because again, you got to put it out there, you know, pitch person, etc. You're not going to make money for a while. Same thing with video podcasts. You got to pay for an editor. You got to pay for a production person. You got to pay for equipment, lighting, etc. There's a lot of upfront cost. And so from there, like if you're seeing that people People who are open to upfront costs clearly believe in themselves and their business. People who are scared to make upfront costs and are much more down to like do an Anchor FM podcast, which no shade about, but just again, showing comparison. People who are afraid to make upfront investments into things are... I wouldn't say full-blown hobbyists. However, the the commitment is in question because, gosh golly, I know I'm going to be in business forever. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, maybe I'll change my offers. Maybe I'll be doing different stuff, but I'm not going anywhere. I, like, the business is here and they, it's here to stay. And so if I have that mentality, like, yes, like there are, you know, I want to get solutions to my gaps and stuff. Absolutely. But the like protecting of the brand, the upfront investment cost of even live events, right? Live events, video podcasts and book deals show that this person plans to be in business for a while. And so you want to plug into people and companies who are, offering longer outcomes. And again, a book doesn't really solve someone's problem. An event doesn't really solve someone's problem. A a video podcast doesn't solve someone's problem. Those are all visibility things, right? And they can choose what they want to do there. However, again, they are having to put upfront costs out there to then have it come back around and be beneficial to them. So when you put that out there and are doing referral partnerships with trademark people, book people, video podcast people, whatever, like those are people who already have committed business owners. If you're just looking to be going to, you know, a group program about group programs, 
it's fine. However, the seriousness levels in kind of these online-ish containers, it's really tough to judge because there is such a range and there is such an amount of like spectrum of commitment that you could be going in the room thinking that everybody's everybody's making millions of dollars from their memberships and yet everybody's only making a thousand dollars a month on their membership. And so then what are we, what are we doing here? What are we talking about? So that's another thing. Connect with and be referral partners with people who are committed to their business and are willing to, again, invest up front for something that's going to be there for a while. Okay. So those are, those are the top three things. I'm, I'm really going to ponder this and, and continue to pull this out of my, my brain because I think it's very crucial to identify what am I messaging? Am I talking too much about the price and justifying the price? Am I, you know, creating these super long drawn out offers because I want to believe in monthly revenue, but really my person wants something done in a day or my person wants something done in a month versus 12 months or whatever the case is. Right. And then lastly, what have I identified about my referral partners that is beneficial and what isn't actually serving me or the people? Right. So those are some areas that I really encourage you to dive into and honestly be more aware of when you're creating your offers is more or less like talking about the lack of time, talking about how quick and straightforward the solution is, as well as connecting with referral partners that are very much aligned with commitment and being around for a long time versus, again, kind of the one one time Nellies. Right. So I hope that this got you thinking about how you're showing up. What, what are your offers saying about you without you having to say anything? And how can we improve that? How can we bring about more really great referrals and connections who are literally such a perfect fit, such a perfect fit. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, DM me if you found something interesting, but other than that, I will see you next week. Thanks for listening to the System Save Me podcast. Make sure to follow us on Instagram for daily advice or LinkedIn if that's more of your jam. Let me know if anything resonated with you by DMing me or tagging me in stories.